0: hey michigan maniacs this is the michigan maniac podcast and i am your host adam brewer uh before we get into the show guys let's go ahead and do the uh, housekeeping of course uh i'm on all social media uh if you guys have noticed <laughs> uh my youtube uh the last video i had really took off it's close to like 2000 views and it's nothing but 100% hate from Georgia fans it's hilarious. Ah, uh, it is hilarious. Some of the comments are the best. Like you can tell how angry they how angry they were because of how long the comments were. Oh, it was the best. I It's like food it's like food to my soul when I see people do do that stuff cuz they actually think I care. It is funny though. I I do I just envisioned you getting all angry, typing away on your phone or your laptop, thinking I'm going to give a shit what you say. Uh, So good. Anyways, I'm on YouTube. Uh, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. Uh, The whole thing, Facebook, the blah, blah. You know know where to find me. Uh, Guys, if you're going to leave me a review... Uh, you guys have, and it's been awesome. Thank you so much. Or even if you're just going to rate the show, rate or review at, at uh, Apple Podcasts or iTunes. I think it's the same thing. If you rate and review anywhere else, I won't see the review outside of Spotify. So Spotify is the other one. Just leave whatever stars you think I um, am worth to you guys anyways. I mean, I know I'm five stars, baby. So if you want to leave me five stars, that's great. If not, it is what it is. Uh but if you leave it anywhere else, outside of iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, I won't be able to see it. I won't even know. it is Go somewhere else and just type away. Type your little hearts out. And, uh, you know, scream into the void. Uh, so, this I don't know how long this one's going to go this episode, but uh, there's a few things I want to talk about before I kind of shut down for... The year, I mean, if anything big news comes up, obviously I'll do a podcast. But uh one, since we're already speaking about YouTube and all this, there, there's actually one comment that I, I read that kind of annoys me in a way, and it was something about uh, Harbaugh is the one that gets them ready for the games, and how it's not cool that you're blaming the kids for the result out on the field or something to that effect. Because they're kids, apparently. Well, here's the thing that I take issue with. One, Harbaugh can coach the best game in the world, but it takes the kids out on the field to go ahead and make those play work. If they can, if the talent on the other side isn't vastly superior to them. So, I don't know why I can't criticize Vincent Gray for playing like Vincent Gray of 2020. I don't know why you can't tell... You can't criticize that Corum fumbled the ball. It wasn't Harbaugh that did those things. It wasn't Harbaugh that stopped running a route and then gave the excuse that the that the sun was, or the lights were in his eyes, like Dalen Baldwin did. That's Dalen Baldwin who did that. These aren't children. This isn't a 12-year-old, like, little league football game. With NIL now... In the, in the stratosphere of college football, you can take that kid argument and shove it right up you know where. They are now getting paid to play a game, a game that they play very well, and I love watching that game. Next year, uh, Vincent Gray is going to go into the NFL draft. He's going to get drafted, hopefully. I hope for his sake he does. Do you think whatever fan base that he goes to next year, he'll still be a young boy in your eyes. Next year, you think a professional fan base is going to give two shits if he can't cover if, if he can cover or not, or if he, you know, if he reverts back to 2020? Do you think they're gonna want him out on the field? Do you think they're not gonna say awful shit about him? And even what I said wasn't even awful. I just said he played like shit. You should be able to say that somebody plays like crap when they play like crap. I praise these guys 95% of the season. And on a game that they play like crap, I'm going to say they play like crap. I think that's why that's what you guys have grown to love and like kind of respect or expect from me. So miss me with that whole their kid's baloney. My son's in the Navy. Russia goes into the Ukraine. Guess what? No one's going to say, hey, take it easy on my son. He's only 20. He's going to go in there and have to, and I'm going to have to hope and pray that he doesn't get blown the f up. But that's the that's the avenue my son chose. To, that's the avenue my son chose. That's the results of it. So the results of these kids wanting to be pro athletes is that people they don't know or people who can't play the sport r- criticize them. That's just how it goes. It's part of the game. If you want to get paid the amount, the ridiculous amount of money that they're going to get paid, then they need to accept criticism, and you need to quit bitching about it. So we move on to Harbaugh. Um, I am kind of torn with this Harbaugh thing, right? Um, I didn't want to say anything until he either stayed or he left, but it's taking forever, and I would assume it's because Michigan's, uh, just literally. Uh, taking their time. I think it's there's some been some positives in in the flow of Carbo coming back, especially with Schlitzel showing his Schlitzel and then like nailing one of his uh, his assistants. I think that helped. So this way we can get in a president that's more football friendly. I think that's a positive. I think if Michigan will just allow this team or the players on this team to use their logo, obviously you want them to go through kind of a process to make sure whatever they're attaching their name to and the logo to isn't like a you know a brothel or something. Um, but outside of that, I don't see what the problem would be. Now if Michigan Michigan I see needs to make up its mind on what kind of school it's going to be. Because LSU already knows what kind of school it's going to be. They let their team, their players, use their logo for anything. doesn't matter. Ohio State knows exactly what kind of school it is. They're using their players, even with a small process, to use their logo. Michigan needs to make up its mind. Are we going to want to be a football team, like a football school that has a chance at national recognition, national titles, Big Ten titles, things like that. Or do we want to be Northwestern? If we just want to be Northwestern with an amazing academic program, I mean, law schools, one of the best in the nation, the medical school, one of the best in the nation, the uh, business school, one of the best in the nation. We just want to be that. We want to be one of the top top universities in the country. Then we need to do that. And then we'll just forget about football. But this middle-of-the-road bullshit is only slowing down and hurting the football team from being reaching that next, that next level. If we want to continue to get guys like uh, Edwards and McCarthy and things like that, four- to five-star, real elite players, NIL is we have to up our game. If we don't, then we'll just be Northwestern. And I just wish the school would come out and say what they want to be. And I think that's why Harbaugh is either going to stay or going to go. I mean, because I, I, I think he sees the future of this. I mean, I think we all do. If you just put thought into it for about five minutes, you can see where this is all heading. Um, you know, so I don't blame him if he feels like he's leaving because of that. Like, he feels like he can only take this team to a certain level because Michigan won't allow him to get to the next one. Okay, I get it. And I, I get that he'd want to leave and get the best deal possible in the NFL. But also, it kind of irritates me because he finally has an elite quarterback. Finally. The best quarterback he's ever had at Michigan is in camp right now and had a pretty good freshman year, and he's going to leave. (laughs) Like, and then J.J. McCarthy is going to be forced to go through, like, a transition year, at least one transition year with a new coach, a new offensive uh, scheme more than likely, because who knows what what coaching staff changes will happen. And then we're just going to have to hope that he sticks around. So that's the part that really annoys the hell out of me. But I can't blame him. I can't, I, I, I can't blame him for saying, you know what, we need to take this step to get to the elite level. And if Michigan won't let him do it, I don't blame him for wanting to leave. I just don't. I don't want to see him leave. I want to see Michigan open their eyes and be like, yeah, we are a football school. And we're going to do everything we can to make that football school the most dominant football school in college football. Along with... Keeping up standards for law, everything else, every other academic thing we do, that'd be great. I think you could do both. But I think you also have to say football or sports is a different animal. When basketball and football bring in, what, 100% between the two, 100% of all the revenue or I don't, I don't know. I had the numbers a long time ago on what football and basketball bring in, and it's something like ninety-seven percent of all the money that the athletic department brings in is from football and basketball. So if you want top-notch coaches, if you want all the, the merchandise alone that Michigan sells, is astronomical. If you want to do all that, you have to say, these players bring in money. These players need to be treated differently. The transfer portal needs to be treated differently. Like Shea Patterson had to lose, what, half of his credits or something like that just so he could come to Michigan. That's wrong. That's dumb. He's not going there. And I even hate to use this as an example. Cardell Jones, that moron from Ohio State, had it right. They don't go to play school they go to play football. And some of these players who are just there to play football have decent enough grades to go to Michigan. We just need to make it happen. And still allow the other football players who want to be more than that to be more than that. We should be uh, we should be bringing in as many people as possible to make fo- to make the football team the best it possibly can be and also help the coaching staff be the best they can be. Which in turn only makes Michigan even better overall. Uh, it's just so annoying. So, anyways, I get it. I I I don't want Harbaugh to leave, and I think it's crazy that he would leave, because I think he's finally getting to where he had dreamt Michigan to be. You know, I think, like he said, it's the beginning. He sees it, but I, like I said, if Michigan's all only if knee if Michigan's always going to kneecap him, I don't blame him for leaving by the way if he does leave i don't i don't see him going anywhere other than the raiders because they have everything he'll want in a football team running back really good running back pretty good wide receiving core uh great tight end a decent enough quarterback hell it's starting to sound like michigan already you know what i mean uh, decent defense uh, this is michigan just nfl style basically so i would i w- and plus he has such a great relationship with the owner I just don't see it going any other way. I guess you could say the Bears only because they drafted him. Um but yeah, I I I don't know about the Bears. I don't know, but you know, whatever. So, uh I'm going to go over uh just the draft, the guys who left for the draft and just give some opinion on them. Not like I'm not going to break it down because I don't even know where they're going to go. But uh, the three that really actually kind of surprised me, and I think the reason why this is is because I believe they see the writing on the wall and they had no other choice because they either use the results they had from this season and parlay that into uh, some type of draft status or go in next season and hope they can keep their position. And that's why I think these three players definitely left. It, just my opinion, I don't know if that's true or not, but it makes sense to me. Um, Dalen Baldwin, first of all, shocker that he would even leave. I mean, he was invisible except for two passes last season. Um, I just think he sees that uh Ronnie Bell's coming back healthy. You're watching the maturation of. Wilson, and uh, Henny, and then the break, probably going to be a breakout performance next year of Andrew Anthony, and with all those names in there, uh, where do you fit if you're Dalen Baldwin, right? You just don't. So why not take your chances in the NFL? I'm sure Deion Sanders will probably give him a good word. I'm sure Harbaugh would, and with two major NFL uh, players, ex-players, and head coaches giving. Maybe he works that into a sixth round, seventh round, you know, draft pick thing. Maybe I mean I hope he gets. I, I if this is their dream, I hope they get it. Um, so he was major surprise to me, but after thinking about it, maybe it's not as shocking. Um, same thing with Christopher Hinton. Uh, I think you could say he'd be a lock to start next year. I don't see why that would, but using my theory that I've kind of created, I can see why maybe he would think that he next season might not be a great season for him because Chris Jenkins is coming up. Then you have Rashawn Benny, which I heard made leaps and bounds of improvement over the bowl week or the bowl month preparation. Uh, so with those two guys coming up, and it wasn't like Christopher Hinton was devastating offensive uh, offensive tackles or guards this season. So maybe he did have a he had a pretty good year. I mean, he was way better than he was last year. Or, you know, 2020, which, Jesus, who couldn't be, you know? Uh, But, you know, maybe he's like, hey, this is my best shot. Because if I've got to share time with Chris Chris Jenkins, which I'm very high on, and Rashawn Benny's coming up, and then you've got Rooks, it's a pretty solid room. And then Mozzie Smith is still sticking around. Maybe the production he has this year is the best that he can do. So like I said, with the NFL dad, Harbaugh on his side, maybe he, he gets a fifth round, a seventh round draft pick, you know? Maybe. Um Gray, same falls into the same deal. Will Turner. Um, then you have uh Mc I always want to say McQuarters for some reason, but McBurrow's coming up. So maybe, and then Jermon Green, because you know DJ Turner's got that other side locked down. So you have three or four kids coming in that are already here competing for your time. Maybe he said, this is the best I can do. Or maybe he was just sick of being in Michigan. Who knows? But Gray was surprising as well. But everyone else, I mean, it makes sense. Obviously Hutchinson, and Ojabo, you're looking at top 15 for Ojabo, probably first first pick, second pick overall for Hutchinson. I mean, you never know. but And then Hill, Daxon Hill, amazing. You know, he's going to be great in the NFL. Ross, if you're looking for a traditional type running back, he's not going to be the guy that goes side to side for you. Maybe he does get picked fourth round, fifth round. I mean, he's a solid player. Uh, you know, never know. Uh, Haskins, I love that guy. I, can't, I, I think he is going to have uh, – I think he may – Hit first, to be quite honest with you, I think if he gets drafted, if he gets to the right team and be, can be that second, second, uh, tier running back that they have, the guy that they throw in, I can imagine him making some noise in his second year, maybe even third year. I would, I have high hopes for Haskins. I just love the way he runs, and then Stuber, Stuber and Vistardis, I, Vistardis. Probably 90 years old. <laughs> but one of the smartest guys you're probably ever going to meet. And good center overall. So why not? You know, I, I could see him I could see him later around, sure. And then Stuber, absolutely. You know, he's become one of the better, better offensive linemen, better offensive tackles we've had at Michigan. You know, I don't ever remember watching a game where you're like, oh, Stuber's out there, fuck. You know, like I did with Ryan Hayes. That Ryan Hayes game against Indiana... That Ryan Hayes game against Penn State. Just woof. But, you know, so I can see all that stuff. I don't it's not surprising that we have another two, four, six, eight, ten. Ten guys going for the NFL. I'm, i might have missed one or two more that are that have oh Hawkins. I can see Hawkins. Great. Pretty good safety. I mean, I can see him playing. Fast. Well, I mean, not super fast, but fast for a safety. Uh, he's smart. Uh, I'd love to see what he could do in the NFL so I, I think it's a pretty good pretty good overall draft draft stat team okay um, I guess we'll see what happens I don't know uh, the one thing that I'm, I'm going to close on this uh, but the next episode I want to do my ri- my way too early rising stars most in- most impactful and then breakout stars along with going over the uh, the uh, schedule uh, wins and losses um, just a sneak preview, it all boils down to four games in my opinion. And that's where our leadership will be tested. But four games, right, boom. And if we can win those, how we do in those four games, I think will dictate uh, how far we go to even the playoffs again and to national title or not. Um, but the one I actually will miss in uh, who's leaving is Andre Seldon. I thought that guy, I still have high hopes. I'm going to follow his career, uh, no matter where he goes. I don't know if he's picked a place yet. But, oh, him and uh, Dan Villari. I'm going to pay attention, just because I like the kid. Uh, you know, being a fellow Italian boy, I like the fact that he was there. So I'm going to watch out for Dan, see where he, well, I'll see how he does with Syracuse, which I thought he was going to pick Rutgers just because. I think that might be closer to where his hometown is than Syracuse, but I could be wrong. Um. But, uh, yeah, so Andre Seldon, I thought, next year was, was going to be a dog. I thought for sure he was going to have a much bigger impact. So I know he left some cryptic tweet about uh, your boss holding you back type thing. Whatever that means, I hope, wherever he goes, he just shines because I Love his attitude. I love that he is a hard worker, and he can't wait to shut people down. So I'm a fan. Uh, so we'll see what happens. But that's about it, guys. Uh, you know how to shake off some of the rust here, try to get over that, uh, <laughs> that loss hangover you get. Uh, but I'll be back, especially when Harbaugh finally decides what he's doing. I'll do that. Also, uh, you you know, throughout the season, whatever noise is being made on the football side of it, I'll be there. Uh, I might cover basketball, but I'll be honest with you, uh, with my job and everything I'm doing right now, I have a specific dollar amount and what I want to make this season or make this year, because uh, I want to pour back into the podcast even more. Uh, so with that, I may use this off season just to work like crazy to save up. Cause maybe I want to do a few live events over in Ann Arbor at some like some of the bars or whatever. I want to start doing some stuff to really grow the podcast, and I can't necessarily do it unless I have a certain amount of capital, and then I got to work. And you know, so I'll drop in every once in a while, but I'd rather prefer to concentrate on football. Cause after all, we really are a football school. I love Jawan Howard. I love the basketball team. Uh, I just right now want to concentrate on football. So. We will see what happens. I mean, unless basketball really starts blowing up or something, it's on, like, you can't not pay attention to it, you know? So, thank you guys for always listening, watching. Uh, but, like and subscribe on YouTube, please. If you want to check out some of the comments on that last one, it's the reaction episode. Uh, it's my immediate reaction episode. So, I uh, curse and go crazy, basically. On streets of the comments, they're hilarious because uh, of how serious they are about this. And I mean, misspellings upon misspellings. It is so good because if you want to paint the picture of a dumb Southern SEC football fan, <laughs> well, you get it in these comments. I'll tell you that. Woo! <laughs> it's, it's pretty impressive. Oh my God, I love it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know when I'm set, when i like down, or you know wanting wanting to relive something, I go back and I read one or two of those comments, cause they are so funny. Uh, okay, <laughs> we get over that. But I also I might actually start doing a few different, uh, a few different types of podcasts. When it comes to my reaction, I might just do the immediate reaction episode where you're going to get me angry and just saying all the you know, angry guy stuff. And then I may just the next day give the, you know, the corporate version of it. So we'll see which ones the fans like the best. So we'll see what happens there. Looking into Patreon and stuff or reliving or like starting up the Patreon again. We'll see what happens. Uh, There's a whole bunch of stuff I want to do coming up next season. So uh, guys, it's been awesome. Always is. So take care. Uh, And always remember, it is great to be a Michigan Wolverine. And always and forever, Go Blue!